millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Behind the Business Curtain. I am your host, Ryan Hansen, and today I am joined by Darren Flanagan and Jake Mullins, friends of mine, fellow podcasters, serial entrepreneurs, whiskey and beer aficionados, so this is going to be fun. I hope you enjoy the conversation as much as I will. Let's do it. Now, really quick, thank you, Ryan, for having us on the show. But my attorney said that I have to put forth this disclaimer. Everybody needs to know this is Jake over here. Yes, uh, Darren. Now okay. We're good. I just I want everybody to know who the restraining order is going against. It's not me. It's the weird silver-haired Irish guy. When when the cops come in, they're going to know who to go for. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Shoot first. Ask questions later. That's right. Yeah. Well, gents, um, I've been a fan of you guys for quite some time. I tried to steal the podcast name Beer and Business, which is the show that you guys run, but you'd already taken it. And so now I got to go find something else and like talk about business all day, which is fun, but not quite as fun as getting to drink every time I'm recording. So um, I appreciate your uh, your loyalty, man. And yeah, man, we locked that one down early. So we we love the the name and the brand and uh, it's taken off. It's a good one. And you're sponsored by a brewery, so it doesn't get much better than that. So um, I love it. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> yeah, so um, I'm going to dig this. Last time I came onto your show, we got to talk and nerd out about marketing and software and everything else. So this time I'm going to kind of flip that around. I want to hear your stories. So how you got into business, what you're currently working on, and all things like that. So... You guys want to jump right in? Well, really yeah, quick. Man. When you came on our show, we got smarter. <laughs> okay. So we're going to apologize up front. You might pull your IQ down by a few points. <laughs> I'm going to have my wife listen to that because I don't think that she believes me that I uh, can actually contribute intelligent conversation to anything. Dude, so you are super uh, smart. You have yeah, your MBA awesome. <laughs> in what? I mean, you went and got your MBA before, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Yeah, Army and, paid for that. Just, so for your audience that's listening, you got to go to the Beer and Business Podcast and check out the interview with Ryan. It was really good. So if you want to learn more about him, I, it was awesome, dude. We really enjoyed the conversation, and uh, we appreciate you coming on. And when when you uh, you and I talked about coming on your show, I was like, oh, yeah, done deal, dude. We'd love to do that, <laughs> it's so. going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. And I'm still on YouTube. I haven't been shadow banned yet, so people no, can actually see lived. you guys in action. No, <laughs> you, you haven't lived until you've been shadow banned, buddy. Yeah, we can get you there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, today <laughs> might be the day. <laughs> yes, one less thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's jump right in. So, uh, Darren, we can kick it off. Uh, why don't you tell us where you were before you started Launch and Go and? Kind of how the idea came about for you getting into that business. Oh, gosh, what was I doing before? Before that, I was actually making people happy. <laughs> I do not believe that at all. <laughs> like I well, so birthday party clown. That was almost. It's one in the same. They're kind of okay. synonymous. I used to run the equally uh, as creepy. <laughs> <laughs> what I used to do is write large checks to people that uh, won the lottery. So I I ran the prize payment department for the Georgia Lottery. Wow. Yeah, I actually worked for two lotteries, the Florida and Georgia Lottery. So it's you know one morning you wake up at three o'clock a.m. going oh shit. I'm in charge of a billion dollars a year. 
Um, <laughs> can he cuss on your podcast? I, I yes, we can. Okay. We, okay. we can indeed. So um, yeah, I used to I used to run the prize payment department of the Georgia Lottery. My my claim to fame for a period of time back when I was with the Florida Lottery was that uh, I had paid out the highest single winner in the nation of all lotteries. And then one day I was in Georgia lottery and somebody else, there was a new winner and it was $5 million more than Oof. what I had paid out of. Like, yeah. I was going to ask, what's the biggest check you got to write? $695 million. Did you personally like hand that to the winners or email them or how does that even work? It seems like a big deal. Just flip it over and say, please endorse this over to me. <laughs> um, no, it's, it's all done Make by wires. You do it. You know, everything is a wire transfer. Okay. So it's a click of a button. It's, but it is a lot of fun and seeing folks, you know, that's a whole different topic. We can go into that anytime yeah. you want, but we can move forward from there. It, it would be fun to see $695 million magically appear into my account, Darren. It's like, boom. You never asked me. I know. Yeah. I wanted uh, one of those. <laughs> What's the movie where the guy wakes up and like goes and checks his ATM and it's like millions? What? Oh, oh gosh. Yeah. What movie You know what I'm talking It's like a scene yes. where it's like, uh, it's like, pennies in there one day and then the next day it's like unlimited funds anyway that would oh, be fun dude, so that's gonna drive me nuts i know, I, know I digress i can't remember it. Not, it'll it'll pop up guy. like the second we're done free guy that does that does happen in there but he has to but earn it by killing people the same every single yeah. day though he comes in and he's got like 200 bucks every day in this yeah day. can't um, quite get the shoes all right so, so digress um we're you're you're working for the lottery and uh and then what well, basically, I mean, I had this list of huge list on my wall in my home office of things that I wanted to do, you know, get to. Um, and it wasn't happening. Mm. You know, I, I was driving. I was spending 10 hours, at least 10 hours a week in traffic. So, you know, 40 hours a month. I was spending a full work week just driving in my car back and forth to work. Oof, that sounds miserable. Yeah, it is quite miserable. <laughs> and um, you know, at the time I was like, "There's, there's got to be something that can happen." And I've been an entrepreneur before. I've, I've had my own businesses in the past. So there was something that was just kept scratching that. You know, it's like there's something just pegging you in the back of the head. It's like you yeah. got to make a change. You got to make a change. <laughs> and I love my job. Do not get me wrong. I absolutely love what I did. But I knew that something was coming along and finally made that decision. I sat down, I looked at everything, my finances, and said, I, I've got to start working on this list because I have no time to do it. Yep. And so put things in priority of where can I make money first? How long, you know, what is my personal runway mm -hmm. to move forward with these things? And I was actually, it was like a week before my quit date. Because I gave my, you know, I gave the company two months notice. Uh, I was, was generous. Leaving. Yeah. Well, I wanted to make sure that everything was in place. They were good to me. They were like, can you leave tomorrow? Right. <laughs> no, <laughs> I want two months. <laughs> Should have been But I wanted to make sure everything was in place as best it could be. And yeah. uh, I went to a networking event down here in Peachtree City. And somebody invited me to this, you know, this thing, one million cups, and they said it's at a co-working office over the next town over. And I had this light bulb moment because I had been following co-working offices just as a you know my human interest kind of thing for the past couple of years, and I was like, I wonder if Peachtree City could use one of these. Yeah, well, that's a normal thing to follow as your human interest things. Yeah, yeah co-working I mean, offices. <laughs> I mean, we all nerd out about different things, right? True story. So, yeah, I mean, true look, story. At, look at Darren's you know internet history, llamas, <laughs> Volkswagen buses, and co-working offices. Like totally random. And Industrial bundles of, bu of duct tape. <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. That's only good for babysitting. <laughs> it is because silence is golden. Right. But silver is just as good sometimes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and silver duct tape works just as well. Yep. Um, I don't know what you're using it for, Darren. <laughs> but hence the restraining orders. Exactly. Um, but anyway, yeah, it was it was one of those moments, and I started doing the research on it, and realized that there was an opportunity, and I it wasn't even on my list of things to do. Mm -hmm. but it went on the list, and it went to the top of the list, and. 
lo and behold, eight months later, I, I opened up Launch and Go. Sounds like that's a fast runway too. Well done. Yeah, um, what is, okay. So, so you fell into, no, didn't fall into, you pursued and got your launch and go. The first one started, right? What happens next? How do you attract people? How do you market it to the, the consumers? What's, what's the next step for somebody that's interested in that world? You guys, can I answer this for Darren? <laughs> Go for no, it. I, so I you guys fight it out. Yeah. So, so Darren, um, you know, we're we're, you know, condensing a long story into a short little. Of course. Snippet. Yeah. But he actually did a an incredible job with Launch and Go. I mean, it's the location is amazing. It's like right at the the busiest intersection in our community. I know I'm Perfect. looking at the traffic right now. It's ridiculous yeah. out the window. It's it's nuts. But really, really good location. He did an amazing job with the layout. He was working hard to connect people. Like mm-hmm. everything here was organic. You didn't advertise at all. I did not. That's like wow. it, it, the business just exploded and grew. And how how long did it take you to rent out all your offices? It was a quick period of Originally, time. Originally, it was probably less than I'll say six months, but I know it was sooner than that. No, we I had, think your plan was six months, but it happened in three, right? It was because I remember like that. we talked about yeah, this once. It was fast. It, it, it he he like maxed out his capacity. Mm. In like half the time that he was planning and it was, he just, he did it right. Like he got the right location. He went big on it. He, the, the location was great. The vibe was good. Darren was working hard just to connect people. And this was like, this was the happening place. Like this is where yeah. entrepreneurs went. This is where people that, you know, needed a place to work mm-hmm. outside of their corporate job. They'd stop in here. And it, it I mean, you know, it's kind of how, how we got together and, and met in the first place. And the first time I realized that he's really awkward and touches me weird and I, and I don't like it. But. I, le- I learned that from our current president. Um, <laughs> you haven't sniffed me yet. When are we going to do that? I was that? just going to say, yep. And there's the shadow band. That was, yep. that was, Sorry, Ryan. The good thing is I didn't use anybody's name, so you're, you're still good with that. We're he didn't safe. say the president of what? Right. Oh. YouTube. See? You better be listening right. President of YouTube. Yep. Supreme <laughs> leader. But yeah, it was honestly, I mean, people would say, well, you got to have the right marketing plan. My marketing plan was hustling. It was good. It was anywhere that I could go to network in front of a group of business people. And I did have a lot of support. There were a lot of people who were that I connected with quickly mm-hmm. um, that wanted to see me help me succeed. So they would invite me to all their network events. And then I opened up my doors. I mean, I did, I did basic social media. I was like Instagram, Facebook, that was enough. And it, it made it even easier because I could just click on one and say, will you repost this on the other platform? That's all I really did. I mean, like Jake said, I had put no money into marketing dollars except a postcard when you came in. Yeah. Um, and of course, signs on and the building. And it sucked, dude. It, I mean, it, it was it terrible. Was horrible. <laughs> it was just a picture of me going, you know, that was it. A picture and of Darren. Sells, up. Let me tell you. Well, welcome to the Darren Show. Pick a room. I'll meet you in there in a couple minutes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, Rooms by the minute, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds really good to me. I've been there, done that. Um, I had to bring my own sheets, though. Um, what is this vibrating what? desk? What is this, Darren? It was like growing up. You know, you put the, the quarters the in the bed when you, at the motel. <laughs> you know? yeah. Your laptop sliding uh, across the table. <laughs> But um, I did a lot of ev- events here. Okay. And that was kind of intentional because mm-hmm. that was one thing that this town was lacking. You could go mm-hmm. to a hotel, you could go here, pay an astronomical amount to rent an event space. So I undercut them, opened it up. That put a lot of butts in the seats and yep, faces no doubt. walking through here. And I was here for every single event. Mm-hmm. And it gave me a chance to meet, as Jake said, uh, connect with a lot of people in the community. And, you know, it's the carpe diem, seize the day, mm-hmm. but it was seize that moment when they're here and they're walking around and you're like, Hey, check it out. And they go, well, tell me about this place. It, that was a selling feature right there. I had a 
a potential new member that wanted to see the location and we look, you know, we get check out the place together. That's what worked for me. That was probably yep. the biggest, you know, and it was in the, all the huge. events, you know, Darren and, and I came to a lot of them too. And, and it's because there was free alcohol, Jake, for most of them. That's why you showed up. I didn't. Uh, yeah. I don't just, just <laughs> not a detractor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, duh. But, but seriously, you know, Darren and, and I too, we mm-hmm. both became really, really connected to the local business community because, yeah. you know, the smart thing about him hosting all these events here is not only is he, you know, creating exposure for the co-working office mm-hmm. and, you know, generating revenue, but all these connections are happening. Yeah. And yeah. I feel more connected to this community than I've ever felt to any place ever in my life. You know when they show a whale or a shark and they have a, those little feeder fish hanging on? That's the, kind of the symbiotic relationships. Yeah. <laughs> That's where Jake was. Every event, he's like, you got another event showing up? And boom, there he was. just Suckling. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, he stole the word right out of my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> we actually met before that for for different yeah. reasons, but um, it, it just it yeah. And he, I really appreciate the kind words, Jake. I mean, you'll never yeah. hear him again. I know I won't. <laughs> so I'm, I'm it's glad been they recorded. It's, a, it, it, it's gonna be <laughs> you, on the Ryan. interwebs. Yeah. All right. So, that. um, let's get into like what are some of the things that caught you off guard like right as you got started obviously there's so many like systems and processes and sops that need to be written what's like one thing that really like oh crap i didn't know this would be an issue it well that's really honestly printers giving people access tell me to more a printer yeah oh okay I mean, like this, networking this so and we just lost 50 percent of your listeners no i hear you i'm thinking but, office space remember where they they take oh, the no. printer out back and I they beat it up yeah with the, to the beastie boys song uh-huh. so awesome um but no giving people access to a printer in here was a huge huge hmm. ordeal i should say because there are no any of your listeners, there are no great software programs mm. that integrate with like my back office software system so everybody can use a printer easily. I mean, I started out with, okay, we got got the printer in the system, um, which never lease a copier slash printer. Don't do it. It's, oh, lease like scam. from Kodak or whatever. Yeah, oh, or Canon, it, it's whoever's a making those. You can never break. Okay? They, <laughs> they know they their business. The best attorney. Yeah, but that was the big deal. So originally, it was like we've got it. Here's the thing, and people would come up and they're like, "How do I connect?" And I'm like, "Well, what I have to do, you know, we've got to do it you, through. You've got to manage it because if you just <sighs> I open to. it up." Yeah. Like people could print like millions of copies just, and just. That's what I was going to ask. It's like, why limit it? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. How do you keep track of how many free copies you allow them? And where's a system to charge them after the fact? And I was doing it manually and they would come to me and I'd have to install their print drivers. Yeah. And, you know, it was a royal pain in the butt. And I, I actually, you know what I'm saying? I so do. Yeah. I finally found a company who does it quote unquote, the best. Got the, it. The best of the worst out there, but it really is the best. <laughs> that was a huge leap. I mean, it's like, okay, yeah, well, um, managing all the finer details, because when, you, when you're doing your projections, you're not really down to the micro expenses. Sure. Which can, that was the other part of it. So it's like, you're doing your bra, you know, you're doing your projections and everything is major expenses. When am I going to pay for this? When am I going to pay for, you know, utilities and trash and, and, and internet. Yeah. And all yeah, of a sudden big, you big get ticket. to the minor stuff. Like I offer free coffee and tea in this place. Uh huh. Coffee, tea, and what? And all of a sudden you go, okay. Uh-oh. That, that was thousands of dollars that, that month. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It actually, it was. No, he only uh, offers Folgers. It's ridiculous. Uh, you got to max out that credit card from yeah. Costco somehow. Yeah, that was a big. That was another big mistake because I originally signed up with a company that would provide, you know, the coffee pods and mm-hmm. stuff. <sighs> big mistake. Um, it's cheaper to go out and buy your own commercial unit and install it. You'll save mm. tons of money, and then just. I use Amazon now, but, you know, 
23 cents versus 30 cents a pod makes a big deal, especially when you're going through hundreds of cups of coffee a month. And then <laughs> that micro expense yep. becomes a macro and you're like, oh, crap. Whoops. That didn't make it into the plan. I mean, yeah, yeah. there's all different kinds of things. And I'm, I'm sure some of this is really boring for folks. But, you know, that's. that's no, this really is real it. talk. Yeah, that's what we're mistakes. here. Yeah. So. Leonard yeah, Jenkins I've uh, another big mistake. But oh yeah, he's here. <laughs> he's like I an weas- ingrown toenail that you could never. Get. <laughs> it just I weaseled my away. way into his black decrepit heart. <laughs> well, okay. At what point in that process did the podcast become a thing? And and, and Jake, I want to get back to you also. Um, but this seems like a, a natural tie-in, right? So you guys meet during this mm-hmm. time that launch and go is happening. Um, at what point are you guys like, hey, let's talk to people on the internet. This will be know. great. <laughs> Jake was desperate to have guests on his show back then. Yeah, so the, the so whole... he really lowered the bar and invited me to be on the show. <laughs> yeah, the the story is so um, you know, I I had started the beer and business podcast with with John Winnie and mm-hmm. you know, we're you know, growing it and we had been doing it for what, about a year? Yeah. Well, you're so we have been doing it about a year in your okay. closet. Yeah, outside the dude. This this podcast. You got to keep started. it muffled. I get it. It's it's yep. on a shoestring budget. And I go back and listen to the early stuff, and I'm like, holy crap. But anyways, we um, we interviewed Darren, so we wanted to talk to him about you know his his you know got journey it. starting launch and go. And after interviewing him, he was really excited about the podcast. And he and I, you know, we started to develop a friendship and we were talking about the podcast and we shared Mm -hmm. a vision for where this thing was going. And I'm like, dude, I know you sound like an idiot and can't talk, but why don't you be a host? Right. Well, that was (laughs) fatal error number one, right? It's no worse than me being on the show is what he really meant. No, in all seriousness. Well, we did it live here. We actually did. We actually did did your episode live here. Outside. I'm pointing out where you could see it, but we did it over there. It was there. Yeah. But we, you know, in all seriousness, because he shared it, and because I liked his his um, his story with entrepreneurialism, mm-hmm. and then we talked about you know creating a podcast studio that we could collaborate on up at Launch and Go and create you know an additional revenue opportunity. Like there was all these things that started fitting. Yeah, and I'm like, dude, this has to work. We got to make this work, and so we we did. Yeah, so I'm uh, reason I'm still on the podcast is because he gets <laughs> to use the podcast studio for free. I the podcast studio is there. I'm, I'm actually I'm thinking about doing something like that here locally for us because I run a show. I've got a couple of friends that run a show that we want to start other shows and then renting it out for all of the times that we're not using. It just makes sense. And so it's just a matter of pulling together the, the assets and kind of the plan for that. So but it's good. It's good. It's it's popular and it's getting more popular. The podcasting side. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. how many podcasts have we helped get started? Oh, I mean, geez, that's something a lot. We mm-hmm. do that. We uh, we've got something called the Jumpstart Package. Yep. So we spend a day just. I mean, what, trying to talk people out of starting a podcast right. is no, typically honestly, what we do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but really, yeah. getting people to think because a lot of people. Uh, one of the things that I think is interesting is any. What I really like in in life is watching somebody talented make something difficult look easy. You know, so if you watch that. an athlete yeah. or, or a musician, they're like, you're like, wow, they are making that look easy. Yeah, the same Walking. as right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially after a couple of whiskeys. I mean, but you know, the same is the same can be said for podcasters. So you watch mm-hmm. a talented podcaster and you're like, wow. But what I think a lot of people miss is like, there's a lot of work. And, you know, talent and skills you have to develop to get there. So oh, yeah. A lot of people are like, oh, wow. Yeah, that looks cool. I can do that. It's like, that's like watching somebody play the piano <laughs> and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to just start doing that. Right. It's like, it's not that easy. This is right. taking us years to get here. You've probably learned it. How long have you had your podcast now, Ryan? Mm, less than a year. Okay. Less than a year. So- but... I've always done interviews of some sort, been in front of camera. Like I learned the tech stack and all of that as I was going. So once I put it together, sure. it was just a matter of figuring out the, the so technical let me, aspects. Let me preface this, right? Yeah. So we, we would talk to people, you know, they, they would want to work with us as consultants on podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so we would talk to them and they'd have no technical ability, Yikes. no real premise for the show. 
no idea how they would market it. They're not sure who their target audience is going to be, you know, on and on mm-hmm. and on down the list. And it's like, and you just want to like get in front of the microphone. Like, what are you oh, doing? Right. You know? And so what are you going to talk about? Right. <laughs> yeah. So we, we did, we helped a lot of people get disciplined about that, that yeah. launch strategy. And uh, along the way we did, we actually talked some people out of starting yeah. some because, yeah. you know, they'd sit down like, Oh, I want to do this podcast. And you, you know, when you got down into it and you, you told them like, this is work. And you went through everything. You're like, oh, I didn't know. Not so fun. Doing a podcast was. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's one of our free workshops that we do. So we Mm -hmm. honestly, you've had it a couple times and we sell out every time. It's like, you know, so you want to do a podcast? Sell out. You know, that's actually pretty cool. I'm going to make a note of that because that's something that, yeah. Dude, every time we've done it, we've like packed the house. So we'll do a local event. We'll market it on Facebook. And it's basically an event for, you know, if you're interested in starting a podcast, mm-hmm. you know, come learn from experienced podcasters. And they just, they're bonkers. The best part of that is right at the end when we finish the whole session, we have everybody line up and we just kick them in the nuts one time. Because it's like, this is what, <laughs> this is what it's going to be like. And being an entrepreneur. So it's one of yeah. the same. Oh, you want to be um, an entrepreneur too? Hold on. You get yeah. two kicks. <laughs> Good luck. What yeah. I do like, what you just said there, you're like, you know, you've done tons of interviews with people, you know, the tech staff yeah. and everything. But I mean, we're the same way. We've been in the corporate world forever. Mm-hmm. We've done thousands of, you know, interviews with people for jobs yeah it's not the same thing i mean yeah. jake and i will finish an episode of the podcast and you probably feel the same way and it's like our skills have gotten a lot better you know we'll have a certain guest on and we'll talk about it and it's like man if we had this person on a year ago they would have ran over us oh yeah or two years ago they would right. have ran over us because we didn't know how to Control guide the, the conversation, conversation. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like and you I'll give you well. a specific example on your show. It was the esports revolution interview. Yeah, that's yeah. where I can tell a interviewer knows how to handle a conversation because both of you were completely out of your element, as I I would have been as well. Because it's just sure. something I don't know anything about. What questions do I ask? But y'all. Hold the information yeah, he was, from he was him. Talking about things like we would know what he's talking about. I was like, hold on, whoa, 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 whoa. Nope. I remember I was on a walk and I'm listening to him and I'm like, what would I ask next? Like, like I'm always processing like that. But I was like, mm-hmm. I have no idea where I would go. To be like, Ma, tell me about your childhood. So, um, <laughs> yeah. What's your biggest fear? It's it, that was impressive. So, um, yeah, yeah it just it just takes time. It takes time on the mic. That's it. There's, I, there, there's no can excuse I for it. Share something because I think this is really important for your listeners mm-hmm. and your watch, your viewers because you're on YouTube too because you haven't gotten shadow banned like us. Um, <laughs> It'll happen. It'll happen. <laughs> TBD. Yeah. yeah. Just give it give it time. You will. But um, one of the things that I, I share with people a lot when we talk about the podcast mm-hmm. that they don't realize Ooh. is I actually worked on the beer and business podcast concept and and ev- everything about the podcast for a year. Before the first episode aired. Mm. And okay. that's one of the things when I tell people that they're like, what? It's like, yeah, yeah, I went through, I did a lot of research. I did all the branding work. I had the, the show concept. And I did, uh, for a year, I worked on this before ever sitting in front of a microphone. Yeah. And then that first episode still sucked. <laughs> <laughs> the first There's, year still was, was, I mean, it, it was, was horrible. And, yeah. and you did video too. This is before I came out. Oh. He, and, he and Mr. Winnie would. It'd be like it was cool though. You the had a cheap beer challenge really good, was hilarious. Oh god, there is an episode <laughs> out there on YouTube, and they do the cheap beer challenge. The you cheap beer to, challenge is funny. If you haven't seen it yet, Ryan, go. All right, I'm gonna go that. check that out. You're you're gonna, gonna, you got to search for that on YouTube. It's funny as shit, especially for somebody who brews, who's got an amazing you know brewery right there in their garage. It's. I, I have a feeling I'm gonna dig that episode. So cheap beer. What was it? Cheap beer challenge. Cheap beer challenge. Cheap beer. It okay. is hilarious. But, and I'll put that down in the notes too, so folks can find it later. Yeah, That'll look be cool. It up on YouTube, it's fun. And we've yeah. been through, since then. We've been through three, at least three iterations. Yeah, no, more than that. At least so that. Well, that, your last one that you came up with, I really was a. <clears throat> I didn't really care for it so much, and I tried, but it <laughs> naturally uh, digressed back to where we were, which is. Super comfortable, super effective, and I think it's the best format. And everybody we've had 
on just about everybody we've had on the show is like, this is so different than what I thought. This yeah. has been a lot of fun, informative. You guys let me talk. You're not, you know, you're not trying to push me in a certain direction. And when Jake came to, you know, he said, listen, this is where we're going to go. We got rid of show notes, which is, you know, I'm glad we didn't get show notes from you. It's like, hey, these are the questions we're going to talk about. We give our, you know, we give our guests enough information about the show. We hope that they listen. Yeah. You know, because that's the last thing. All of a sudden, somebody who hasn't listened, it's like, you could see the deer in the headlights. It's like, oh, my God, these guys are you know, sarcastic and cutting up. I <laughs> they we don't get it. It's, it's, you know, yeah. and it's like, oh, we're going to talk about business, but you're just going to have to deal with our bullshit in between. Um, well, that's kind of the, that, that's the whole value proposition of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Is, love it. You know, we, yeah. want, we want people to be entertained and it is, it's a lot of work. And as Darren said, one of the things that has kind of been a hallmark for us is our ability to not have like the the sacred cows and we have changed the format of the show many times yeah because we listen to to the fans we we have Mm -hmm. unbelievably loyal fans did we have we have fans that have listened to every single episode and we've had yeah we have Rasa Rasa Chandler for one who is wow yeah uh, like that that to me I'm so humbled by that because we do we do long form you know so somebody that's listened to every episode of the podcast has literally invested probably 300 hours of their I was life. just going to say three or yeah. 400 hours. Yep. Yeah, it's <laughs> yep. amount of time. Hopefully they're not listening to it while their children are in the car and it's being piped <laughs> over the speakers. Yeah, you don't want Darren Who's Nick Nolte, kids. Mom? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah. that's a terrible answer. <laughs> yeah, just so you guys know, I don't yeah, we'll get Nick there. Nolte on the yeah. podcast. Um, um, but, just inform me he's got Hillary Clinton down. I can't wait to Oh, no. <laughs> Ironically, she sounds a lot like Nick Nolte. Uh, <laughs> there you go, YouTube. Bye bye. Better suits too. Yeah, yeah, I know. Goodbye, goodbye, YouTube fans. Yep. But seriously, um, kind of going back to it, like those those loyal fans that have been with us from the beginning, and or that it. have gone back and listened to all these episodes. Mm-hmm. When they tell you stuff, dude, you listen. Yeah. Like, if they say, "Man, I would love it if you guys did this," mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I, mm-hmm. and it's hard, dude. It's really hard because. The one thing about podcasting, so, you know, Darren and I both have other businesses, but the thing about podcasting is you're engaging your creative side. Yeah. That's much more emotional, right? You get into I'm something. I'm about where to cry. Yeah. I mean, you pour, your, <laughs> you pour your heart and soul into something, you give it everything you got, you get really vulnerable. Because the one thing, if you've never done a podcast, whew, the one thing you have to understand is it's very vulnerable. Like you put yourself mm-hmm. out there and. It is extremely uncomfortable. I'm a very social guy. And yeah. when somebody that I know very closely is like, hey, I just found your podcast and I started listening, I get really like, oh, shit. Like, what, are, what are you going to say? Yeah. And, it's, and so you put yourself out there um, and it's, and you put all this heart and soul and all this work into it. And when somebody tells you, I'd really like it, if it's to you to not take that personally and say, thanks for the feedback. And actually go back and, and say, oh my gosh. what can we do different? We've had yep. how many – I mean we've had people call us, text us, email us after they've left li- – li- 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 <laughs> bourbon. I swear you can Listen to an episode <laughs> and I mean I was – we had um, – oh my gosh. She had four-time cancer survivor. Oh. Why can't um, I remember her name right now? We'll remember. And we had her on the podcast. Yeah. And it was, I was driving down to Florida at that time. I had somebody call me and say, I just listened to your episode. And she's like, and I want to photograph, I want to photograph this woman that you just had on the show. Oh, that's wonderful. She's a professional photographer. Yeah. Leticia. Yeah. Leticia Andretti was the photographer. She was the photographer. And she's like, Please put me in touch with her. I want to do a free session and photog- you know, photograph her. And I was like, all right. And she was basically had been moved to tears by our episode. All of a sudden, I'm driving.
Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. I'm starting Darren, to get Darren calls cry, yeah. me. We're both crying on the goddamn phone. I mean, I'm like, I had to pull over. I was just like bawling. I couldn't even see him. Like, I need, oh, there's a rest stop, anything just to move yeah. over. I mean, we're we, talking on the phone. You mm-hmm. crying, dude? No, I'm not crying. No, I'm not crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. I'm bawling yeah. my eyes out right now. Jesus. We talked to well, another person. Two, so. two things come to mind as you're talking about that. So, with a podcast, it, I mean, there's only so much time that you can front. As like, oh, this is my podcast personality. I'm going to turn the voice on and so and so. Like, they're going to figure out who you really are, especially if you're on the spot trying to figure out what to ask next or pull new information out of a guest who isn't naturally chatty like obviously the right. three of us are. Okay. Um, yeah, like those lulls, so that's when you you get that like, oh, crap, my head starts getting really hot. Like, okay, what's next? It's on me. And so people are going to see the real me. And then on the feedback side, I completely agree. I would say for somebody that is out there, you can't listen to all of the uh, advice that people are trying to give you. Wait till you start seeing patterns. But once you see patterns, like two or three people have asked you, mm-hmm. hey, that segment is kind of boring. I try to fast forward. It's like, well, can I, right. can I add on? Can I add to that? Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because, you know, some people will like give you feedback like, oh, I think you should do this. And they're, and they're not a fan, you know, and it's like. Why, why should I listen to you? But right. here's the one thing I will tell you. If somebody that you know is a super fan, they love what you're doing, and they tell you, you should probably give them a little bit more credence than mm-hmm. somebody else oh, that you're completely. Like, not even sure. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're right, dude. There's a lot of haters out there. There's a lot oh. of people that are like, oh, that's that's. It. Dude, can I tell you something? Yeah. A little sidebar. Well, this, so th- this ahead. is funny. When I when I first came up with the concept for for beer and business, it was about five years ago. I started calling around to like a lot of friends and mentors and people that I was you know close to, and I said, "Hey, I got this idea for a podcast because you know business podcasts are all kind of like in this box." And I'm like, I'm thinking about doing something where you know you like have the conversation over a beer, and I do comedy and stuff, and yeah. make people laugh, and you know I'm telling people about this this idea, and they're like. Dude, that's the dumbest thing I have ever heard. Like, don't do that. You're going to make yourself look like an idiot. You're going to yep. ruin your reputation, all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And every single person <laughs> I talked to gave me the same advice, which told me I was on to something. <laughs> right, right. It's a good I'm so stupid. I'm like, oh. Yeah, I that's the right conclusion to come to. It's well, working, though. Funny. But I, I, I started a business real- podcast. Everybody has a business podcast, so it's how to make it unique. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, let me give you the punchline here. So th- this is what's hilarious. So after we finally got this thing launched off the ground, we get, we start growing it. You know, Darren gets involved. You know, we, we, we're getting to that point now. We're getting yeah. attention. I talked to the same people like, dude, that is brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, man, you talked to me three years ago and told me that was the dumbest idea you ever heard. Same people <laughs> a lot. said the heated toilet seat wasn't be a thing, I know, right? Like, so it's on, like, man. of course it is. Well, we have somebody else. I mean, another friend of ours, they're like, I don't like, I just don't like long format. Oh, yeah. It's like, well, yeah, it's not for everyone. It segments, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't mean, and that's what we tell people. It's not like the radio, it doesn't disappear. I had somebody <laughs> tell me not long ago, they're like, you know, long format podcasts just do not work. And I said, mm. you understand the number one podcast in the world is long format, much longer than ours, right? right. And and he's getting uh, uh, he's getting a lot of hate right now, nice. but it's not for his long form, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, dude, he's he's got like ten x the audience. I love CNN. it. Join his long form. It's like eh, mm-hmm. I, uh, here's the thing. I need Ryan. I need to do two things. I got to get ice from my glass, and as usual, <laughs> as you know from our Darren's going to pee. So the potty break. <laughs> So you should ask Jake about his business now and how. That's what's next. Cool. Yeah. All right. I'll be back. Okay. Uh, top me off while you're out there. Um, Jake, yes. Um, 
I didn't even think we'd talk about the podcast, but it makes perfect sense because that's what we both do. So now yeah, it's man. now everybody knows more than they wanted to know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's switch to um, you. Your primary business is in real estate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Tell me, tell me how you started that, how you got into it, and uh, and and what you're doing now. So I have. I have been a serial entrepreneur. My my first mm-hmm. real opportunity to make money as, as an adult, I had started a business when I was 18 years old. Good for you. What was it? And it was a technology business, and I had oh, cool. no freaking clue what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. None whatsoever. But I actually built a business with employees and all this stuff, and it's kind of a long story, and I won't, I won't bore you with that. But <laughs> I spent 15 I'll take years your at word AT&T. For it. Yeah, I spent 15 years at AT AT&T, and I worked my way up to chief operating officer for Cricket Wireless, which is a subsidiary of AT&T. I remember them. And I... They're still around, yeah. Yeah, they're still around. Yeah, yeah, they rebranded. They did, Mm -hmm. during the acquisition that I was a part of, Mm. um, which is kind of interesting. But but those were interesting times, yeah. Oh, dude, crazy. (laughs) We could have a whole podcast on that alone. (laughs) But what happened was in... Uh, 2014, okay. or maybe it was 2015. I can't remember when it was. It could have been either one of those years. I was I was a chief operating officer for Cricket Wireless. I had I was working my tail off. I did not feel connected to my core, to my my faith and my values, and where I was in life. And I I I was working all the time. Hmm. And so Saturday morning, I wake up and my five year old daughter sits on the couch next to me. And she asked me if I would move in with her. Oh. Now, my wife and I have been married for a long time, have a great (laughs) marriage. I've never not lived at home. Yeah. My five-year-old daughter did not think I lived there because I was gone so much. You know, during the week, I would leave before anybody got out of bed. I was the first one Mm -hmm. out the door. And then I would get home so late that the kids were already in bed. I get to see my wife for a few minutes before we conked out. Like I was, I yeah. was burning it out, man. I and I mm-hmm. was traveling a lot. And I said, enough. This is not me. Absolutely not. So we did a whole life reset. We at that point I decided I'm leaving the company. This is not good for me. This is not what I want to do. I wanted to. My wife and I wanted to buy land. And just completely reset our entire lives. Uh, and that was, that and you was did part, it. We did. We absolutely ah, that's did. That's awesome. Yeah, because everybody feels like they want to do that. But actually pulling said, the trigger is a different story. And it was not a smart financial move. <laughs> like, screw yeah. it. I'm leaving. We're going to buy another place. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, the way that the housing market was, it may not have been the smartest move at that time. But whatever. I'm like, I just knew and like never a perfect deep time. in my core, I'm like, this mm. is what we have to do. And, we've, and we're just going to do it. I don't know how, but we're just going to do it. And we did. Yeah. And part of that was I did not want to work for a big company anymore. I didn't want to travel anymore. I wanted to be my own business owner. Mm-hmm. And the real estate industry just kind of fell in our lap because my wife had been a licensed real estate agent since 2003. Okay. I had done a bunch of commercial real estate for AT&T. So that's like one thing that we could both do. And it's like, that's an easy business for us both to get into. Easy. And if you're yeah, right, it, <laughs> yeah. here. Um, and we decided to go for it. And in the beginning, it was just let's become real estate agents and, you know, sell some houses and just be able to make a living. Mm-hmm. And then we'll figure the rest out. Just and exist. Turned, yeah. Right. That, that was it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to work for a big companies. So let's just figure out if if we can maintain our lifestyle as business owners being out on our own. And, yeah, you know. Three years later, we're, we have a team of 28 real estate agents, and we've just exploded. So uh, kind of crazy um, how we got into it, but it was just a calling, man. It was just the deep calling, like I was not in the right place Yeah, and so happy that we did it. Now, I will tell you, that was not an easy road. Lots of nope. uh, bumps and bruises <laughs> and uh, scar tissue and, you know, uh, curled up in the corner in the fetal position crying, <laughs> yep. but you know, here we are. <laughs> I, I, I feel that deeply. I was in corporate America for a decade. And so corporate sales, um, it's, 
it's a lot of work. And there were days, just like you said, where I was on the road before the kids are up and I got home after they got back. It didn't sound like it was that as crazy as yours was, but, um, it was time. I'm part of the great resignation officially. So good for and you, it's, man. it's good. Yeah, it's good. It but that means like I'm home. Yeah. The flip side to that is I don't have a co-working space nearby where I can go hide from my family that I'm now around <laughs> all the time. So when my pterodactyls one? are tearing each other apart right outside of my office door, that's the soundproofing foam things that I put up is like a bandaid on a gushing aorta. <laughs> so, like, um, pterodactyls. <laughs> yeah. so I got a few pterodactyls. Oh. Yeah, I think I have to say pterodactyls because people don't like the word crotch goblins. But either way, um, they're there. Yep. <laughs> and we homeschool too, so they're always home. Um, All right, we're uh, it's good. lunch and go to your your uh, hometown, buddy. Yep. We'll open Count me up in. There. Let's do it. I like it. Um, all right, gents. Well, uh, so – Let's let's go. I, I've got a few more minutes here that we can pick your brain. So, Darren, what's actually for both of you? What are one thing? What's one thing that you're trying to work through now? Like, what's a bottleneck that you're trying to solve for? This is what people clue into the show for because they want to preempt these issues. Jake, Jake, you want to go first? Go first. Go first. Yeah. Right. I, so for me, the the big issue is scale. Right. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you, any entrepreneur that's that's listening to this, one of the hardest things you're ever going to do is to transition from doing to leading. Because mm. when you start your own business, it's different than when you're in a job. When you're in a job, it's I've, yes. I've done both, dude. It's very yeah. easy to delegate. Well, at least it was for me. Not Some people just have a problem with delegation across the board. But for me, when I was in corporate America, delegating was easy. Delegating, or putting things off onto other people, yeah, <laughs> whatever you want to call it, yeah. <laughs> of course, it, that's not my job. Yeah, uh, you know, throwing things at people, whatever. <laughs> um, but I, I have really struggled with that as a business owner because, yeah, dude, yeah. when it's your time, treasure, effort, blood, sweat, tears, seven days a week, every ounce of energy you've had into building something, yeah, and you're like, oh, this is the way that we do it relinquishing that control to somebody jeez man just even on the podcast so hard so we've we've discussed doing merchandise for the podcast mm. right and every time i bring it up jake's like i got it you know we'll get there eventually we'll do this and i've just i've been relentless about it and finally about a month ago he's like fine go ahead you can take take that over yeah and it's like yeah there you go. How difficult was that? How much better do you feel now? Now we still don't have merchandise. With Darren, uh, not not good at all. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on Ollie, <laughs> but seriously, man, that's one of the, yeah. the biggest thing. It's it's first of all, it's the relinquishing control, and then it's going from what's up here in your head to creating systems and processes, yeah. and yeah, you know, because like I just finished, like you know, when I onboard an agent, it's a process, and it used to be me like walking through every piece of that and i'm like mm -hmm. sitting there looking at it, like oh my god every time i onboard an agent i'm spending like you know 10 to 20 hours per agent uh, no where doubt. the hell is that time going to come from the more that it scales yeah i just finished automating it all oh my gosh well, man what a big i mean that's a game changer dude yeah Even on the game real estate changer. side and he's the agent and i handle all the transactions when you finally just said Take it all over once once you get the deal done, signed, everything, and let me run with it from there. Mm -hmm. How much time did that free you up? Oh, my God. Tremendous. And it was, now it, he's it just was like, -changing why didn't I do this sooner? Yep. <laughs> you know? Yep. And, um, I'm a huge fan of automation, too. So delegation or automation. Like, that was the difference between me deciding, oh, should I just start teaching brewing courses or should I just record it and make that passive income? Mm -hmm. Big difference. Right Big and depending difference. on the business you're in, you know, I think it's easy for everybody to say, but when you're in the moment and it's your business and you went from the depths of hell, because, dude, I'm going to tell you, like <laughs> yeah. anybody, if you're listening to this podcast, you think about starting a business, like you may be lucky, but most of us go through absolute hell. Yeah. Getting to where we're at. All seven gates. Yes. <laughs> 
all of the gates. And then when you finally get there, you're like, I'm not going back to that place. Mm -hmm. I'm not going back Mm because, dude, I risked everything. I risked my house, my truck. my I risked it all. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to go back to that that place of extreme stress. I don't want to feel like it's on the line again. So – that's why it's hard. That's why it's hard yeah. to let that, that those things go and think about the business differently and scale. But if you do, it's very freeing, and that's that's the key Good that fact. you have to unlock. Yeah. For me, mm-hmm. I I don't know. I mean, mine's different. It's I have a new business partner with uh, you know these new offices that I'm opening. So the dynamic of that is has been very rewarding, but also a challenge in itself. Yeah. Um, the good thing is there is a trust factor is a big deal. I yeah. Mean, so if I can explain for for people like Darren, Darren owns a hundred percent of Launch and Go, but now he's doing this hyper growth and he's got partners in some of these new locations. Yep. And so that's a different business model for him. Mm-hmm. It's it's different mm-hmm. dynamics. Huge, and it, you learn to uh, adjust very quickly with mm. that. And it's like trusting somebody you really don't know and. I mean, our relationship, I kind of, I, I would have bailed if it wasn't, uh, where, it, you know, if we, if we both weren't going in the same path, sure. the same thing. And all of a sudden, you know, this, this new business partner I have is like, great. We got the first one. And originally when we were talking, it's like, maybe we can open, you know, two new ones by the end of the year. And what we're looking at for 2022 is four. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Kind of makes you, <laughs> that, that's a lot. That's a lot. Here. It's like a constitution check. Got any diapers? But yeah. The, what's been difficult and an arduous process in the beginning is getting all the processes in place. Mm-hmm. So I learned enough when I opened up my business. I know when I move forward, I do this with consulting too for co-working offices. It's like, let me help you not make the mistakes I did. Yes. Um, I've learned that and I've listened to myself. And so when we launch, we're launching this new office, gone through a lot of those hurdles um, much easier. But so, you know, three more offices this year, I'm like, yeah, it should be yeah. easy now, now that I've got it down. So well, it's been a big challenge when I'm, when I'm helping somebody try and figure out a business plan, whether it's for their software project or just whatever brand they're trying to launch. That's one of the first things is you cannot scale something that you don't have standard operating procedures for. You simply cannot. If you yeah. are the bottleneck that has to take the phones to make the appointments, I don't care what business you run. Mm-hmm. You're the problem. <laughs> like well, there's, there's ways can forward. I, yeah. Can, can I make a comment on that too? Cause I think a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, if if you talk if you talk to a, a new entrepreneur or somebody that's like ramping up, they hear that kind of stuff and they're like, "Oh my god, I gotta have like this massive employee handbook and all this stuff written down." No, no, no. It's no. Not, standard operating procedures and in ways that work gets gets done. It's it can be simple, but yeah, just documented and expectations yeah, set. Like a lot of the things that I have is what you would call standard operating procedure for our real estate business. Is me explaining it in a YouTube video. It could be even as simple as we use Calendly for calendar events. Right. Like new that's your SOP. Like don't right. yep. get on the phone, spend 25 emails. Here's my link. Pick something that works for you. Sorry if it's two weeks from now. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it is something. I'll tell you what. We, we both, we share our trials and tribulations pretty much every day, Jake and I. Uh, as we go through this process, it's just like you got a, a, a snippet of that last week when we were discussing creating, you know, a new back office software system. And yeah. I sent you that checklist and I'm sure you're like the conversation was one thing and then you see it on the checklist and how I vetted out every other company before I was I impressed one. I was impressed. Oof. Yeah. So. Most most of the clients when I make first contact with a conversation with Darren? No, with the spreadsheet. The oh. the <laughs> anal retentiveness of the spreadsheet is what I was impressed with. Um I, it it happens all the time though. I'll talk to somebody and I'm like, "Hey, look, this the thing you think is a good idea is not a good idea. I'm sorry. Let right. me help you back into something that makes sense, but 
this is not a good idea yet. So, <laughs> um, yeah. and you're calling their baby ugly, but you did your homework and now, you know, okay. and that gives somebody who can do custom software an, an exact, like, this is what we need. And that's the best part of a discovery process oh. for any business is that you get to be in a position where I'm, I'm Michael Scott, like explain this to me. Like I know nothing. And we get to pull that out of the site, out of the, the experts, and then we can go execute it. But if, if you're ever in a situation where somebody's doing a discovery and they know it all run, run for the hills. I think Jake and I have both been through a discovery with you. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And it was professional. Yeah. Yeah. It was very insightful and, and, you know, I, I would highly encourage anyone who's thinking about launching their own software and which is probably a good thing in some aspects yeah and maybe some ways not but it is worth having a conversation with you and and the rest of your partners well, what, in what the pisses me off dude is like you cannot freaking buy software anymore everything uh-uh. subscription and it's yeah i mean it is so damn expensive and so you know that's where the whole like do you develop your own and it's like the when you look at the business model, like it can very easily make sense to, to do your own thing. That, but, mm-hmm. that, like freaking everything. And dude, can I can I rail on this for just a second? <laughs> I've really got a pissed. hard stop in thirteen minutes, but yes. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. so here's here's one thing that He's pisses got me more off. More rapid fire questions. I know, but I'm gonna tell you one thing that pisses me off. So I, I have the Adobe suite. Uh-huh. And every year Adobe changes like they up how they do it. Air quotes again. Yeah. So I just got the freaking updates and I got, you know, mm-hmm. I use Premiere. I'll, I'll be goddamned if I can't figure shit out now. I'm like, I know. Why are you? First <laughs> of all, you charge me every year a shit ton of money. And now I don't know how to use the damn thing because you moved all the stuff. Right. It's super complicated. So no, same, Adobe, same thing. I'm yeah. looking at you, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Fix stop it. it. Yeah, Ryan's yeah. going to get a big fat check from Adobe because it's been mentioned on his show. What's your yeah. next question, Ryan, please? So, well, let's let's move into the speed round. This has been fantastic. Um I'm, and more to come, I'm sure, because this is fun. We could pick any number of topics and just go off for an hour. So let's do it again yeah, for man. sure. Oh, um, let's switch into the speed round. Um, short questions, short answers, and I'll just have both of you answer uh, you for each one. Uh, well, that's short. what she said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, that was well, like <laughs> the joke when they were asking in a book I read really quick, and they're like, dude, you know, it's a. Anyway, the guy's like, yeah, I told him I was six inches, and they said, well, you got to, you know, tell people that you're bigger. He goes, no, I already did. I exaggerated. That's twice my size. <laughs> and he was an undercover agent out there on the strip. It, it, I backed into that one so bad. I don't know what we're talking about anymore. What? Anyway, Darren yeah. Flanagan, <laughs> folks, ahead. make sure you send your inquiries to him. Not me. I'm Jake. Right. Go. Quickly. What is one thing business people and entrepreneurs should stop wasting time on? Crying. Ah, fair enough. Yeah. You'll run out of hot water before you know it. I don't know how to stop crying. Yeah. What do you think, man? What, what should people stop wasting time on? Wasting time on? Trying to do it all themselves. Delegate. Mm. Amen. Give it to somebody else quicker. Okay. Mm-hmm. Accounting, marketing, whatever it is, whatever you think you can actually control yourself, pay somebody to do it sooner than later so you can actually work on growing that business. It'll You will receive like tenfold exponentially on your income to offset those expenses. So my answer is I think people should stop wasting time on perfection. One of the problems with entrepreneurs is that they know the craft that they want to get into really well. Yep. Whether it's plumbing or whatever business they're getting into, they know one thing really well. And we're all our worst critics. And so what I see so many entrepreneurs do is try like they they expect and expend so much effort and time to make something perfect. Don't do it. And you know what? I, I, I had a mentor tell me a very well-respected mentor. Tell me at one point, they can see you doing that. Darren, Speak a little faster. He's got 13 <laughs> minutes. He's got a hard we're going to get done. And you're like, we're good. Uh, we're I'm going to slow down my speak. Darren, this is the wisdom. So screw off for a minute. <laughs> I had a, I had a really good mentor. Tell me once good enough is good enough. Yep. And it was one of those things that was like, 
oh man, it just like, it hit me like a ton of bricks. Mm -hmm. So many entrepreneurs spend way too much time. Like if you get to 90, 95%, it's probably enough. Go, go. Yep. That's what he I told can't his remember wife if it's... when she proposed when he proposed to her. <laughs> good it's... enough is good enough. Okay? Just good enough. Settle. Okay enough is yeah. okay enough. <laughs> settle and settle hard. Yeah. <laughs> Just get That's a prenup. I'm get married. <laughs> what is it? Seth Godin or Simon Sinek? One of them is just the, the whole thing. Just ship it. Like, yep. It's yeah, never going to be yeah. perfect. Just ship exactly. it. That's Godin who yeah. said that. All right. Yep. All right. Next question. What is one thing that you hate doing but you have to do anyway? <sighs> Oh. Mine is putting I'm, pants on in the morning. I don't like it. I almost said wipe my ass, but yeah. <laughs> I figured that was, what is one thing that I hate doing, but it, I have to do? So for me, it's like the um, the administrative side of the business, mm -hmm. accounting, taxes, um, you know, record keeping. Like there's certain things. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, I don't want to do it, but I know it's important. Of course. I, I know yeah. I've got to do it, yeah. and I spend time on it, but I, I don't like it. I don't mm -hmm. like it at all. And um, how many times have we talked about this with entrepreneurs? Like, you know, dude, you may be really good at one thing, and, and you may have skills. You may not understand how to use Excel, or you may not be very good with numbers, but mm -hmm. you better figure out how to be <laughs> yes. good enough and find people that can help you because yeah. it's required. Like. All mm -hmm. the things, all the things in a business you yeah. have to do, whether and you like it or not. Stepping out of working in the business and into working on the business, right. knowing the difference. Yeah. yeah. I, yep. Oh, man. there's. I guess there's two. I mean, one is having to remember to record my mileage when I'm driving to give it to my accountant. Um, but the other one, honestly, they, hopefully none of my members actually listen to the show, but dealing with... With people, you know, I hate <laughs> no, not dealing with people, but there's a lot of ticky tack things that you have to deal with with folks. You sure. know, people are people. What's important to them is not important to you, but it's still important, right? And mm -hmm. you knowing that you actually have to, you got to put on your kick gloves and deal with that each day. Um, and, and it's getting harder. Well. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> no, that's actually not a, at all what she said. There. But anyway, it's, you know, it, it is. Getting, is that it? It's getting more yeah. difficult. That's that's my difficult thing because I deal mm. with my members every day, all the people, and it's some of the things that they that I see as very a benign request. Yeah, that they want, or it's something that's a riff for them. It's like, dude, just get over it. It's not a you know that big of a deal. But it is to them. So mm -hmm. how do I balance that out? You know, balancing that out with our customers, any customer in any business, you have to deal with that. You may think it's nothing, but to them, it's something and that's why they're talking about it. And yeah. the other fact is, is I just had somebody tell me, they're like, well, why didn't that person just come directly to me? And it's like, because it's not your business. Mm -hmm. Okay. They came to me because they're more comfortable and now I'm coming to you to discuss this. And this was between two different members. And it's like, it's just a thing, you know, mm -hmm. uh, it's, I have to validate their reasoning for why they might have a gripe or complaint or something that they want to express to me. And they might not be comfortable enough to do it otherwise. So let me be the mediator, you know. And, and Phyllis's perfume so is too strong again. Yeah. 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 yeah I, know. I know. Yep. All right, gents. Last question. What is your favorite social media platform and where can people find you? Oh, is this a trick question? Two things. I don't know. <laughs> so it is, is a trick like, question. Yeah. I, I don't like any of them. <laughs> we have multiple pod. We're on like all podcast platforms to find beard up business. Um, yeah, the website's beer.business, www.beer.business. Yes, that is our domain name. Cool yeah. If you think bastards, you know, yeah. no. <laughs> if you Stole think it. you're good enough to be on the show, you probably are because our bar is set really low. If well, you took me, host, you can yeah. Be on. yeah. <laughs> um, and you can, there's a button to clink, you know, request to be on the show. Mm -hmm. What's our face? What's your favorite social media platform? <sighs> My, so Right now, I'm really interested in these new free speech 
uh, platforms because I'm really I'm not okay not from a political standpoint just in general I'm not mm-hmm. okay with censorship at all so you know there's a couple that have come out Parler Getter um, there's a new one Truth Social that's Getter was a dating site for men. No, get her. Damn <laughs> oh, okay. Media get her. Get her. He's a verified user. G e t t r. Get her. Oh, not. G-E-T-H-E-R. You can follow me on there. You can't follow Darren because Darren doesn't even know what the hell it is. I'm not there. <laughs> um, but I, I like those. I, I'm. I'm disgusted with Facebook. I'm mm. disgusted with Twitter. I don't like the fact that you know everybody listening to this right now is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. I have friends, family members, people that I really you know, care about. I haven't seen them in my news feed in years. Right. Facebook, Twitter. What the hell's wrong with you? you know, because it's not inciting that, anger and frustration I, and more engagement. They don't care. You. Yep. You know, so that's that, why though? I do not like what these platforms have become. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. I would love to have the option to just see everybody that I'm friends with in chronological order. That used to be a thing with Facebook and they took yep. it away. Here's not so much anymore. You can unfriend all these other people. Or it doesn't matter. I still may not see the. The people. other cool thing is that I, I do, where it says you know something pops up and I'm like you know what I don't want to see anything from this person for the next thirty days. Unclick, boom, gone. I don't know That's if that too helps much work. I'm, I don't do a lot on social media. I mean, we we do what we have to for business. Yeah. But Ryan, I will tell you, we had an episode where we sat down and said. We took social media off of our phones. We removed the app, and we spend as little time as possible on there for this, those reasons. This, and if you're not watching, I'm pointing to Darren and I. This is social media. <laughs> I love it. This and is you, social yeah, media. Is better Darren and I. Media. Darren and I sitting down next to the fire pit, drinking bourbon, talking shit at, at each other because that's what we do. That's social media, right? It's old that's school. My favorite I love social it. media. Yep. All right, guys, I'll put links to your uh, specific businesses, to your, obviously not the socials, um, but to beer.business. We we may not respond on on social. We're on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn if you want to. Accepting random friend requests so we can flood your timeline. What is your favorite social media platform, by the way? Yeah, Ryan. I'm growing my Instagram mostly to promote the the beer brewing course. So if you go uh, find yeah. um, it's a uh, big pop brewing, and I just breached two thousand, and I've been at Woo-hoo. it for about six months, and uh, yeah, it's going well. So um, Dude, remember, yeah, that's where I hang the gram out. Gram is all about images and and reels and so i'm just gonna start going through like bjcp beer styles what is a black ipa how's it made and i'm just gonna make a little reel of me explaining what it is you need and see if that gets traction examples yeah. of that we need a keg, i can do that hey i'm going to a brewing and distilling course in tennessee in april so i'll be closer Where? to you Where in i'm just gonna say if That's you were to ship me a keg dude i would ship you back money i'm just, I'm just saying bro <laughs> just saying i I don't know if that's legal or Let's not. Make Let's make it happen. Let's out. make it happen. Venmo, <laughs> yeah. Cash App, it, App Pay, whatever the hell. <laughs> we could do it. This wouldn't. Yeah. I'm just kidding. This wouldn't happen for real. This has become his longest <laughs> podcast he's ever done. I know. This I really like got to go. I love you guys. Right, and more to come next time. Let's do a whole episode on just launching a podcast. I want to do that. Um, awesome, man. and share that with, with both of our audiences. So thank you so much, uh, ladies and gents. I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. Um, I'm not going to apologize for the tangents because they were hilarious and you got to have that in your ear holes. So <laughs> there it is. I will Thanks, catch Ryan. you guys next time. See thank ya. You. Mahalo.